Hi, it's Rebecca Whitman, your host of the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. I'm a top-rated life coach, an international best-selling author, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I'm on a mission to help you go from burned out to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. The experts on this show will help you achieve work-life balance so that you can experience abundance in seven pillars of life, spirituality, health, emotions, romance, mindset, social, and financial life. When you have all seven pillars of life in alignment, you are balanced, beautiful, and abundant. Let's go. Welcome everyone to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. I am your host, Rebecca Whitman. We are taking you from burned out to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. Thank you so much for all your support. We are now in the top 0.5% of all self-help podcasts in the world because of my wonderful listeners who listen, subscribe, and share this amazing show. And I'm so excited for my guest today. I can't wait to tell you all about him. Welcome to the show, Nikki Ballou. Rebecca, thanks for having me here. It's an honor to be here. So great to have you on the show. I know we spoke last summer and we're finally doing this interview and I cannot wait to tell my audience about your amazing background. Nikki helps entrepreneurs scale their business by seven to nine figures. He helps experts become branded thought leaders and scale their business from 500K to 2 million. He helps CEOs become authors and podcast hosts. He is an international best-selling author of 10 books, and two of them are New York Times bestsellers. He hosts two podcasts, The Thought Leader Revolution and The Sovereign Man Podcast. He has hosted over 650 episodes of the two shows, and he has helped over 80 people add between 100,000 and nine figures to their business. This is perfect timing at the end of the year. This is December 14th of 2023. People are going into 24 and they're looking for a massive change in their income. So welcome to the show. I'm excited to dive in. Thanks for having me, Rebecca. I'm excited to dive in with you. Let's get started. All right. So tell us a little bit about your origin story. I know you're originally from the Middle East and now you're in Canada. How did you end up becoming a thought leader in the entrepreneurial space? Well, that's a fantastic question. As you said, I'm originally an immigrant from the Middle East. I'm a Christian from Iran. And when I was 11 years old, the Islamic Revolution took place in Iran. And my late father, God rest his soul, he could see the writing on the wall that this wasn't going to be a place to raise a Christian family. So he made a plan and he executed it and he got us out of Iran and he settled us eventually where I now live in Toronto, Canada. At the time when I was 11, I didn't want to leave my home. I didn't want to leave my friends. But looking back, it was the single greatest thing my father could have done for me and for, for my family. He took us from a legacy of tyranny to a legacy of freedom. And to me, every entrepreneur at heart needs to be a freedom lover, a libertarian, somebody who believes in the value of freedom. Well, why is that, you may ask? Because without freedom, you don't have the ability to express yourself freely. 
right? People are telling you what you can and can't say. And without the ability to express yourself freely, you can't have free enterprise. And without free enterprise, you can't be an entrepreneur because then you don't have the right to choose your own path. So to me, every entrepreneur needs to be a philosopher of freedom, a champion of freedom, a believer in freedom. And my father was that kind of man, but he was also a wonderful human being. If he knew you, Rebecca, and you were looking for work, he'd sit you down in his office, he'd make phone calls to all his entrepreneur buddies, and he'd browbeat them until one of them gave you a job. And he'd say, okay, Rebecca, you're starting this afternoon, here's the salary, go. And if you were looking to start a business, dad would sit down with you, help you plan it, map it out. He'd help you get access to capital. He'd even help you get your first few clients to help you get going. And if he knew you and you were trying to buy a car or a house and you didn't have quite enough money and the bank wouldn't quite give you enough money, he'd top you up with a loan that he'd never let you pay back. And you wow. Yourself, wow. Yeah. Who does that? Nikki a Ballou? generous man. Generous man. Well, the late, great Napoleon Ballou, for one. And why would he do that? Well, first of all, he was a devout Christian and he believed he'd been blessed by God and it was his duty as a Christian to share those blessings with others. But secondly, he did it because he could. He was successful. He was rich. He was an entrepreneur that took advantage of free enterprise to make that happen for himself. And me, I looked up to my dad. I worshiped my dad. I wanted to be just like him, you know, because dad always would say to me, Nikki, life is about people. It's not about money or numbers. Business, Nikki, is about people, not money or numbers. I just go, Dad, what are you talking about? Of course, business is about money. You, without money, you can't do business. He goes, yeah, son. But at the end of the day, business is about solving problems, acute problems for people, for amazing, wonderful people. And then you get to make a profit, an awesome profit. Problems solved for people leads to profit. That's the purpose of business. Imagine a Venn diagram with the three circles and then the, where they all intersect. That's the purpose of business. And I was like, wow. Dad would always tell me, son, that lady sitting in front of you, that's someone's daughter, that's someone's wife, that's someone's sister. She's a hero to somebody. And there's somebody who depends on her. And maybe she's even been defrauded by someone just like you who promised them everything and delivered them nothing. And it's mm -hmm. your job to restore their faith in humanity. And for me, I always thought about this. I want to help the entrepreneur. To me, entrepreneurs outside of our military are society's greatest heroes. It's people like you, Rebecca, that have a dream and go after that dream, that make that dream come alive, that make our society a better place. You provide all the jobs. You provide all the innovation. You provide the impetus to make the next generation dream and move our society, our community of mankind forward. That's what you do. And it is my honor and my pleasure to be there for you and for those like you, because I believe every human being alive needs someone to believe in them in the moments when they don't believe in themselves and someone to help them, help them persuade others of the beauty, the majesty, the power of their dream, their vision, their goal. So that's what I say. When you're losing faith in yourself, Nikki Ballou's greatest superpower is I love people. I believe in people. And I pour that belief into them to the point where any imposter syndrome or self-doubt melts away. And then I teach him the world's best methodologies on thought leadership, on guesting, on ethical selling from the heart. 
to help them make those visions and dreams come alive so they can live the life they were meant to live by God Almighty's divine providence. That is beautiful. And I love your passion for entrepreneurship. And I feel that a lot of entrepreneurs needed that pep talk because being an entrepreneur, especially in the beginning, is a bit of a roller coaster. And a lot of people give up. So uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you're an entrepreneur and you're in self-doubt, keep going because you got two people here who believe in you. And let's talk about selling ethically because you have a, a question, a talking point about what what is a charlatan marketer and how can we sell ethically? That's such a great question. You know, I was talking about this. I saw an ad on Instagram just last night, somebody was talking about, hey, I can help you get on podcasts as a guest and get visibility. And I can show you how to create a one sheet so you'll get booked on shows. And I can show you how to go on shows, but never sell on shows, but that'll make you money. And I was listening to that going, all you want is these people to give you two to $5,000 a month so you will play some on shows. That's your gig. That's all you're telling them. You don't care if they make any money. You don't care if they win. You don't care if their investment actually creates a return for them. Because to me, that was a, an example of a charlatan marketer, somebody who could say the right things that sounded good and maybe hit some of your pain points, some of your insecurities, get you to give them money. But did they promise you? Did they promise you that they were going to help you get an outcome? Because I don't know about you, Rebecca. I don't know anybody who woke up this morning and said, you know what my biggest pain point in life is? I'm not on enough podcasts as a guest. Oh my God, I'm not on enough podcasts as a guest. Let me pay tons of money for that. But I know a lot of people who got up this morning and said, I don't have enough income. I don't know if I can pay my mortgage. I don't know if I can pay uh, my car payments. I don't know if there's enough money for groceries. I don't know if I can... Uh, take my kid to their after-school sports program because my check's going to bounce. I know lots of people that are in that boat, okay? And I'm telling you, what, what, what I do, what I stand up for, what I bleed for is to help those people overcome any self-doubt that they have and to show them methods that actually work, a process that works to get paid. So when it comes to podcast guessing, as an example, through the wonderful medium of Podmatch, which is how you and I got connected, in 18 months... I've been on 500 shows. Wow. And there's a, there's a ton of people who use Podmatch to go and be a guest. Most of them make zero money, no money. But in 18 months, I made over $357,000 in sales ethically by being a guest on other people's shows. And I'll tell you something. I'm not saying this to impress you, but just to impress upon you that with somebody who cares about people and somebody who is willing to come from the heart, beautiful and amazing things are possible. And I took this knowledge because I thought maybe I'm a unicorn. Maybe I, you know, maybe this can't be taught, but I turned it into a course called Get Booked and Get Paid. I had eight people sign up for it and two of them were able to replicate my methods immediately. Now you might go, wow, that's only 25%. Well, Three of the people that were there said, I just wanted to learn this. I, I don't even own a business. I just thought it was a cool topic, so I came on there. So it was two for five. Two for five immediately went in and made it happen for themselves. Two of the other ones are in business, but 
They actually put this on the back burner, but they said, I really enjoyed meeting from you. So two for three, 66% of the people who did that first course with me made money using what I taught them on how to be an authority, a guest on a show and get paid. And to me, that's helping somebody be an ethical salesperson because you, if you can't sell, your business will never grow. And I know there's a lot of people who go, oh my God, that word sales. I don't like that word sales. Makes me feel dirty. I don't want to reek of commission breath. You know, I don't want to be one of those people. And I get it. So let's take that word sales and let's reframe it from sales to service. Rebecca, nobody wants to be sold. You don't want to be sold. I don't want to be sold. But don't you love a good, honest person that just cares about you and tries to serve you with all their heart? Because I feel great about people like that and I want to give them my money. I want to give them more money than they're asking for because I love how much they care. And if you can be that person, and if you're listening to Rebecca's show, you're a spiritual person, you're heart-driven, you care about your clients, you want them to win more than even they want to win. And if you're that kind of person, you deserve to be thinking of being service-driven. And I've, I've had so many clients double, triple, quadruple their income when they just took their, their, their focus off of selling and put it on serving. And as a result of that, they were able to make so much wonderful, beautiful money and help so many people get out of massive pain and misery and into a beautiful, fabulous, glorious life. That is so beautiful because everybody who is an entrepreneur, most of them, they want to be of service. They really want to make an impact in the world, but yet they have to pay their bills. And I know that you teach how you can become a branded authority and a thought leader. So people actually know you and want to work with you and you have that like no trust factor. So what tips do you, or tools do you have for the entrepreneurs who want to become a thought leader and an authority in their niche? Great question. So I'm going to tell you a story which will demonstrate this beautifully. Okay. So there was a man who came to us about five years ago. Uh, his name was Carl Kramer. Unfortunately, Carl passed away from cancer last summer. It was very sad. But when he came to us, Carl was already a successful man. He had owned... Uh, not he had owned, he, he had had a job in a large manufacturing concern as an executive vice president. So he made like $350,000 a year. So good salary, right? Really good salary. But he was, he was burnt out. So he left. He wanted to be a business coach. It was, it was what spoke to him. He wanted to serve people. But he couldn't make as much money. So as a business coach, he was lucky to make $70,000 a year. Like, like, and he was like, oh, my God, I took such a big pay cut to be a business coach. He said, Nikki, if you can show me just how to replace my income that I used to have as an executive vice president, man, I, 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 would, I, would, I, would, I would get my son to name my grandson after you. And I just laughed when he said that. That's funny. I said, man, you've got a lot of influence on your son if that's going to happen, brother. But it's all good. No worries. No need to do that. But I said, all right. I said, okay, so Carl, tell me what's your genius? What, what, what is it that you do? How, who can you really help? And so he did something that so many people getting into business do. And he said, but Nikki, I have a lot of experience. It, when it comes to business, I can help anybody with any business problem. And I'm like, no, 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 no,
First thing you got to do is you've got to stop trying to be all things to all people. And I know, Rebecca, you get this. You can't be all things to all people. So we helped him go through an exercise to figure out who was his ideal client. They call him the avatar these days. That's a wonderful you know, a piece of jargon people use. Your avatar, your client. No, these are people. What kind of people do you want to help? Human beings, right? Not avatars, people. And he said, well, Nikki, you know what? I really like working with lawyers. And I just thought to myself in my head, God bless you, man. That's someone be who I pick, but okay. No, I love lawyers and all that, but, but, but you know what I mean? He goes, I want to specifically help lawyers that are solo practitioners, so no partners. I go, okay, that's good, good narrowing, good narrowing, I like it. And he said, I wanna help those that are at a point in their career where they're in growth mode. They wanna double, triple, quadruple their business. And I was like, Carl, this is good. Okay, so Carl, can you help them do this? He goes, I am a master at this. I did this in the manufacturing company. So we, we put together a program and we called him your peak performance business coach for solo practitioner lawyers. Now, it was a bit of a mouthful, but it was clear what he did. And his outcome promise was, I'm going to help you double your practice in three years or less. I thought, good outcome promise, Carl. I kind of offer that myself. So good outcome promise. And Carl, within six months, went from making $70,000 a year to making $500,000. Wow, that's an incredible job. Now, he he briefly was on a run rate to make a million, but he didn't want to work that hard. He said, Nikki, too much work. I'm going to cut it back. I'm good with half a million. Half a million is good. I'm going to work 20 hours a week and half a million instead of 50 hours a week to make a million. I'm like, Carl, God bless you, man. You go for it. And that's an important thing to understand. It's not all about the money. It's no. about what the money can help you create for yourself. So for Carl, there was self-respect involved, Rebecca. You know what I mean? He wanted to be able to prove to himself that this was a good move, that he was capable in realms outside of the one that he had made his mark in. That was number one, super important, self-respect, self-belief, self-concept. Secondly, it was important for Carl to have time freedom. It's one of the reasons he left being an executive vice president. He was working 50, 60 hours a week, and he was done with that life. He wanted to work 20 hours a week. He, he didn't want to not work, but 20 hours a week. And that he could make a half a million dollars working 20 hours a week, he was in heaven. It was beautiful. We were very proud of Carl Kramer and what he accomplished. He shot a video testimony, and as I said, he passed you know, uh, in the summer of 2022, but I still have that video testimonial that he shot for me, you know, and I, and I sometimes bring it out when I'm speaking to large groups and we're doing our enrollment offer to people. I bring out Carl and I say, Hey, this is my late, late client, Carl Kramer. I'm going to let him tell you his story. And it's a beautiful thing. I, I get teary eyed every time I watch it every single time. It's just awesome. I agree with Carl. I believe that we shouldn't live to work, but work to live. And having time freedom is everything. If you're going to be an entrepreneur and work, you know, 50, 60, 80 hours a week, then what's the point? But you do have to, in the beginning, sometimes work a lot harder when you're, you know, learning your, your craft and figuring out your systems and all that. So if you're listening, you know, and you're at the beginning of your entrepreneurial journey, you will have to work harder in the beginning to get everything moving. 
Um, let's talk about just the simple topic of this live, because this is also a Facebook live. How can someone add 20 K to a hundred K to their income in the next year in 24? So that is such an incredible question, Rebecca. And I'm so glad you asked it. Let's even like, we're talking today on the 14th of December, right? So the new year is, is, is around the corner. And if we were having this conversation at another time, I'd probably frame my answer very differently. But I work with my clients on starting the year with a challenge we call 90K in 90 days. In fact, we have like a program called 90K in 90 days. Who would love to like add an extra 90K in the next 90 days over and above what you know you're already going to make? Anyone listening to this should be like going into the live and hitting the comments and going, me, 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 yeah, 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 right? So that's, that's the point. How do we do that? So first of all, you need to declare it as an intention that you put out in the universe, right? I am here to to say that I am generating an extra 90K in the next 90 days. What does that mean in terms of the number of people you're going to impact? Well, for me to make an extra 90K in the next 90 days, it's basically 13 amazing new clients coming into my world 13, 13, all it is is 13, basically one a week, you know, starting at the beginning of the year. So amazing. You, you figure that out for yourself. Secondly, you've got to ask yourself, are you willing to look yourself in the mirror and say, this shall be, this shall be. We came up with a mission my sweetheart and I, I work with my better half, the one and only, the legendary Teresa Dugwell. You all need to look up Teresa Dugwell. If you look at my Instagram photo, there's a photo of me and her together. So there's the ugly man and the incredibly beautiful woman right next to each other. So I recommend that you go look at my Instagram and Facebook photo photo because you'll see the two of us together. She has been a phenomenal phenomenal coach in her her own right. She worked for Anthony Robbins for eight years as a high-performance results coach. She's done over 12,000 hours of coaching, helping people deliver results. And we call her the girly David Goggins. If you know who David Goggins is, he's that crazy ex-Navy SEAL fellow who likes to do those extreme races and go on Instagram and, and, and say, stay hard all the time. So Teresa is just the girly version of him because she likes doing these extreme races. She's run 12 hours on a treadmill three times, and each time she set a Guinness World Record for longest distance for a woman 12 hours on a treadmill. That's who this lady is. And so she and I, we have a mission. We call it Mission 40. We're here to help 40 incredible humans next year transform their businesses, transform their self-concept, bring in a level of fulfillment as well as impact, influence, and income into their lives that'll make their lives be the greatest version of themselves that they've ever been. That's part of our mission. What's your mission for 2024? What are you up to doing? Ours is Mission 40. Maybe you're 
yours is mission 100. Maybe yours is mission 10, mission 20, mission 18, mission 13. Whatever it is, write down your mission. Mission right now. I'm giving you guys gold. This is what we charge people. Eight grand in our program to take. And you're getting it for free. So come on, take advantage of this already, people. So you write out that mission. And then you make a commitment to yourself that this shall be that I'm going to hit the 90K in 90 days target as part of my mission for the year. And for the next 90 days, my focus is going to be on enrollment, on enrollment, on persuasion. I'm going to be somebody who's going to be a master persuader. And this is what we really love to teach inside this program. We pour belief into people. We pour love into people. We make them believe in themselves so that imposter syndrome is banished forever. And then we show them the best enrollment, ethical, heart-based enrollment tactics in the world so they can focus on how to enroll people and get them to say yes. Because what did we say earlier on today, Rebecca, and I, you and I, we said that every human being needs someone to believe in them, someone to help spark that fire of belief in themselves. So we hold that little spark of belief. We keep giving it to them until their own becomes a raging fire of belief. And then everyone needs to know how to be able to persuade other people about the majesty of their vision and their dream. And that's what this 90K and 90 day challenge is all about. So if you're somebody who wants this, set these mission parameters for yourself, get yourself to have enrollment, be front and center, what you do, obsess on enrollment, obsess on helping a certain number of people, and you will make 20 to 50,000 to 100,000 this year, absolutely. But even better than that, you can make up to 90K in the next 90 days, extra over and above what you're making today. And hey, if you want to talk about joining our version of it, happy to talk to you, happy to pour our love into you and have you be part of the great big Billu and Dugwell family. Love it. Um, so if you focus on what you're saying on really pouring into people, having enrollment conversations, coming from your heart, your passion, your desire to serve, not to get their money or get their credit card or get them to enroll. They are just going to trust you, fall in love with you, feel comfortable signing with you. That's what, that's what you're saying. That's the heart of your method. It is. Bottom line, it is. Now, I'll tell you this. There's there's more advanced things that we teach people around how to develop yourself as a thought leader. That's a whole different thing that is a more advanced set of moves. And there is a whole curriculum and methodology around developing intellectual property, around getting clear on positioning yourself that we make available for people. But you don't need to start there. That's a more advanced move. Once you've added an extra $90,000 to your income, once you've at least are on the way to that, then learning advanced thought leader moves are super important. Inside our world, I learned this from a fellow named Matt Church. You know, there, Matt Church talks about thought leadership as a continuum uh, along belt levels, like in martial arts, all the way from before white belt to, you know, fifth degree black belt. If you're a white belt, which in Matt's world is making just $10,000 a month or 120000 a year. You shouldn't be pulling black belt moves, which is what people that are making fifty dollars and $60,000 a month or $720,000 a year are doing. If you try to do a black belt move in martial arts as a white belt, you're going to break an arm or a leg. And in business, you could metaphorically break your business. So it's important to do the let's generate money for you first 
and then let's make you a thought leader, and then let's make you an advanced thought leader, and then let's make you the most iconic thought leader in your space there ever was. Wow. Well, who doesn't want that? Now, how can people, what are some questions that people who are listening can ask themselves to narrow down their niche? Because like you said, there's riches and niches, and I've heard that from a lot of different coaches, but people are lost and they can't figure out what their niche is. So do you have any great questions people can ask themselves? I, I do. So imagine again, that you've got a sheet of paper in front of you. Okay. Just imagine you got this and I want you to draw a, a, a Venn diagram. And if you're listening to this, you've got a sheet of paper in front of you, draw the Venn diagram. In the top circle, the one on the left-hand side, write this short phrase in, enjoyed the most. These are the people you've enjoyed working with the most that whenever you like got ready to call them, it would put a smile in your soul. You go, oh my God, I love working with this person. This person is the best. My God, she's incredible. She's so fun. She takes all my coaching. This is, this is, oh God, this hits the life. So enjoy the most. That's in the top left-hand circle. Now in the top right-hand circle, I want you to write down this short phrase. Got best results. These are the people that you delivered and over-delivered for. Oh my God, this is the fellow that in two months made 100 grand, which is just one of my clients in my 90K and 90 days process in two months made 100 grand. Yesterday, he made a $20,000 sale while he was in vacation in Australia. He decided to call on a, a, a farmer there because his, his niche is farmers, right? And he made a $20,000 paid in full sale in Australia on vacation. Love this guy. This guy, so got the best results. So you, that, those people, so you want to make a list of those. And then in the bottom circle, this is easiest to transact with. These are the people that don't quibble about your price. Pay in full. Pay up front. Refer you lots of people. They're easy to transact with. You, they, it's not pulling teeth to get paid or get them to work with you. They're easy to transact with. So circle number one, enjoy the most. Circle number two, best results. Circle number three easiest to work with. Where all three of those intersect, that's your ideal client. And everybody has a certain kind of a person that fits the bill on all three of those. I've got people like that. This fellow that just made the sale in, uh, in Australia, his name is Matthew. He's a fellow like that. Then what you want to do is you want to look at the demographic and psychographic profiles of those people that are in that ideal client zone. You take that, I know this is a challenging exercise. It takes time. You got to sit down. You got to think. You got to write things out. But if you want to be a thought leader, you got to do some deep thinking. And thinking's the hardest work in the world, Rebecca. And how do I know that? Because so few people engage in it, right? So few people engage in it. It's the hardest work in the world. But you do the deep thinking. You go through this one exercise alone. You get clear on who your ideal client is. All your messaging then can be about attracting this person. That is great. You guys are getting a masterclass here. If you're listening in the car or on Facebook or Instagram, I really hope you bust out a pen and write those three circles and really do some brainstorming 
to figure out exactly who your ideal client is, who can you best serve, who do you love to work with, and who is the easiest to do business with? Those are great questions. Now, this is the final question before we wrap it up. This was a a talking point that kind of blew my mind when I saw it on Podmatch. How can you make a million dollars in the next three years, no matter how much you make now? Such a brilliant question. So, so brilliant. And let me answer it thusly. There are three qualities that you must have if you're going to achieve the pinnacle of success in any field, but especially in entrepreneurship. Three qualities. If you embody these three qualities, what we have to do to get you to a million dollars becomes very simple. Quality number one, you got to be decisive and committed. Decisive and committed. So what does decisive mean? Well, let me tell you a quick story. The greatest selling self-help book of all time is Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. Sold over 150 million copies. That's a couple of books, right? That's a couple of books. It was written by Napoleon Hill. Now, Napoleon Hill, the biggest selling personal development author of all time, started his career as a newspaper journalist. As a very young man, his newspaper editor sent him to interview the then richest man in the world at his country estate, Andrew Carnegie, the founder of U.S. Steel, the then richest man in the world. Napoleon Hill shows up at this man's estate. It was so huge, so opulent, so beautiful. He's wide-eyed going, oh, my God. But he was there to do a job, and he interviewed Andrew Carnegie. By the end of the interview, Andrew Carnegie said, Mr. Hill, I've quite enjoyed our time together. How would you like to spend the next three days this weekend with me at my estate? I would like to talk with you further, sir. Now, I don't know about you, Rebecca, but if the richest man in the world today, and I believe it's Elon Musk, said to me, hey, Nick, Mr. Blue, would you like to spend the next three days with me at my estate? Although he doesn't have an estate anymore. I understand he sold all his houses. But at my, with me at my house, I'd like to speak with you further. I'd call my sweetheart and say, honey, look after the kids. I, 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 I got to hang out with Elon. Okay, that's what I'd yeah. say. So obviously that's what Napoleon Hill said. Sure, I'd love to hang out with you. And so they hung out together. The next three days were magic for both men. And by the end of their time together, Andrew Carnegie said to Napoleon Hill, Mr. Hill, I have a proposition for you. He said, oh, what is it, sir? He said, how would you like to spend the next 20 years researching and writing about my philosophy of success and putting it in the form of a book? I will pay you no stipend. But what I will do is I will give you handwritten letters of introduction to the 500 richest and most successful men and women in these United States. Napoleon Hill thought about it for 31 seconds and said, yes. And the rest is history, obviously, right? He wrote the biggest selling book of all time. He got to meet the 500 most rich and successful men and women in the United States. And his career has been a legendary and he's helped tens of millions of people. But what you may not know is that about 20 years later, 
He went to see the great man, Andrew Carnegie, one last time before the great man passed. And they were reminiscing about their time together. And Andrew Carnegie said, Mr. Hill, I have a confession to make, sir. He said, oh, oh. He said, all those years ago, when I made that proposition to you, I had this beautiful watch with a second hand. You know, the old-fashioned watches that went in the pockets. Yeah. yeah. He said, I was holding it under the table where you couldn't see it, but I could. And I had given you exactly 60 seconds to make up your mind. And if you had not made up your mind within 60 seconds, I was going to pull the offer permanently. Oh, my God, why would you do that? He said, hmm, you, sir, have been studying my philosophy of success. Why, indeed, would I do that? You tell me. Napoleon Hill said, I can do that. He thought for a moment and he said, I got it. Successful people are decisive people. He said, yes. Yes, I knew I picked the right man. He said, before I picked you, I had chosen four of the most eminent, well-regarded educators in the United States. And I presented them with the same proposition. They all said, Rebecca, wait for it. I need to think about it. Yes, Rebecca, yes. <laughs> and what he said is, that's like telling God, who gave you an opportunity for success, God, I need to think about it. And you know what God says when you tell God, I need to think about it? God says, okay. I will give you more thinking about a time rather than more success. Mm. And he said, those four people, two of them said, I'll get back to you. They did not ever get back to me. Two of them said, I'll get back to you in a week. They didn't get back to me until a month later. And I knew they were the wrong people. Successful people are decisive people. He said, once you know all the information you need to know, you need to immediately decide. And if you don't have all the information, you can't use that as an excuse to put things off. You must quickly gather the information. You don't take weeks and months when you can do it in minutes or hours. Everyone listening to this, everyone listening to this, don't take weeks and months when you really could have done it in minutes or hours. Beautiful. Committed. committed. What does committed mean? No tire kicking. Yes, committed. No tire okay. kicking. 90K in 90 days, this shall be, I'm committed to do it. Not, eh, I'll try it. This shall be, write this down. This shall be. And what if I fail, you asking yourself, then you fail. Fail magnificently. Fail in the best, biggest way possible. Because I'll tell you, I've worked with Olympic gold medalists. One of them uh, wrote the foreword to my book, Finish Line Thinking, How to Think You Went Like a Champion. Olympic gold medalist, Mark McCoy. And he said to me, Nikki, the thing that made me the biggest success was that I failed so many times. You know that commercial with Michael Jordan? where he goes, I've been entrusted to take the game-winning shot and I've missed it 37 times. I've taken, I've taken over, I've missed over a thousand free throws. I've turned over the ball over 600 times. I have failed so many times in my career and that is why I succeed. You must be willing to fail. You must be willing to commit. You have to be willing to be bad, very bad. You have to be willing to suck. 
before you can be just mediocre. You have to be willing to be mediocre before you can just be average. You have to be willing to be average before you can be okay. You have to be willing to be okay before you can be good. You have to be willing to be good before you can be great. And you have to be willing to be great before you can be the best that ever lived. That's commitment. Decisive and committed. Next, you need to be coachable and invest in yourself. You need to be coachable and invest in yourself. The great Robin Sharma, who's a former client of mine, when I was a top fitness coach, said to me, he's the author of the book, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari. He sold 15 million copies of his books. He said to me, Nikki, if you ever want to double your income, you need to triple your investment in personal and professional development. You need to hire the best coaches. You need to attend the best masterminds. You need to attend the best conferences, do the best courses, and read the best books. You are the most important asset in your business. Invest in you. I have conservatively, estimatedly invested over $250,000 in my self-education after I got my master's degree at Georgetown University. Conservatively. It has conservatively earned me 20 times what I've spent on it. You must be willing to invest in yourself and take the coaching. And take the coaching. You cannot be somebody who goes and says, okay, I'm going to invest in the coaching, but I won't do anything the coach says. I'm going to argue with the coaching, do whatever I want. Look, I used to be one of the best fitness trainers in the world. When you saw me in August, I had just lost 58 pounds in six months because for a 12-year period, I was not a fitness coach anymore. Every year I got fatter. I would tell myself this big lie that, oh, I know what to do. I can do it. And I never did. And then I finally hired a coach. And I promised myself that I was going to listen to them. He told me things that I thought didn't make any sense, but I bit my tongue and did what he said. And I dropped 58 pounds. I went from fat to fit. And again, I'm not saying this to impress you, but to impress upon you that it's important to subsume your ego and let your coach do his or her job. And then finally, finally, Rebecca, you've got to be resourceful. You've got to come up with the money to invest in yourself and in your dream. You've got to come up with the time and you've got to come up with the energy to do it. A dozen years ago, my then wife, seemingly out of the blue, decided she didn't want to be married to me anymore. Maybe I should have seen it coming, but I didn't. I spiraled. I stopped earning an income. For about a year, I made no money. I slept on my mother's couch. I was not able to take care of my, my wife or my two kids. I felt like a loser. A friend of mine took pity on me and took me a con to a conference. I saw this man do a talk. It spoke to my soul. At the end of it, I went to him and I said, I think I need to hire you. And he said, okay, but I need you to understand that I, my minimum fee is $5,000 for five hours of my time. I get paid in full in advance and there's no refunds. You still want to hire me? And I'm like, oh my God, but I have no money. Mm. He said, I'm going to do you a favor and give you free coaching. I go, oh my God, I'd love it. Free coaching. And he said, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much money you have. I said, wait a minute, but you, you want 5,000 of my dollars. Of course it matters how much money I have. I go, no, listen, man, I got 20 people lining up behind you. They're going to pay my fee. And that's my minimum fee. My maximum fee is $200,000. And some of them are going to pay that. So I don't need you stinking five grand. All right. You need me. Right. He said, what matters is how bad do you want change, Nikki? You say that your wife has kicked you out of the house, you're sleeping on your mother's couch, and you cannot take care of your sons. You feel like less than a man. 
how much longer do you want to put up with this? A day? A week? A month? A year? A lifetime? I'm like, whoa, no, 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 no. I said, all right, give me a couple of days. I made an appointment to see him in two days. I was a fitness trainer then, and I called a couple of people. And they had neither said yes nor no to me. So I called them up and I said, listen, I got good news for you, but we need to talk. They go, okay. I said, you need to lose weight because if you don't, you're going to get diabetes, a heart attack, or a stroke. And that is going to be catastrophic for you and your family. They go, you're right. And I need money because right now I'm not allowed to see my sons because I can't pay for them. They go, okay. He says, so I'm going to give you a deal of a lifetime, half price. But here's the catch. Yes or no right now and pay me right now. Two people said yes. It was a thousand bucks each. They gave me, I had two grand. I was elated. I went to go see this guy with 2000 bucks and go, here you go. And he goes, wonderful. But I said, five, not two. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I said to him, okay, listen, um, sir, how many people have you shared that story that you shared with me with? He said, well, over the years, 30 or 40, I go, that's a lot of people. He goes, yeah, it is. I said, besides me, how many of them actually came back to you with any money? He said, oh, you're the very first. I'm like, I'm the first. You're the very I go, listen, if I'm the first, then take my money. I'm going to sign a contract saying I'll pay you the rest in 30, 60 days, whatever the case may be. And he agreed. And the rest is history. Within less than six months, I made six figures. I paid him off early because I got resourceful. Are you decisive and committed? Are you willing to invest in yourself and to be coachable? And are you resourceful? If you are these three things, I will take you to a million dollars in the next three years or less. If you are not these three things, you're not serious about getting to a million dollars and not me, not anybody will take you there. Period. There you go. That is a very powerful story. And I really like that you told the people you were training, this is the offer. It's now or never because... I think one of the biggest objections in sales is people saying, I need to think about it. And yeah, that would that was a great story. I know we've gone past our hour. So people are going to want to stay in touch with you. You are just so dynamic and generous and wise. So where can people stay in touch with you, Nikki? How can they find you? If you're an entrepreneur and you want to have a conversation go to ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment. I just got a minor Charlie horse while I was saying that to you. So I kind of started in my, in my chair. So ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment. Let me know you're coming from Rebecca's show and I'll make sure that we do the call with you. There's a little application form to fill out. Fill the application form up. Pick a time. It's free. Let's talk. If you just want to find me on IG, well, at Nikki Baloo on IG or any other uh, social media platform. I got two podcasts. I got 10 books. Look me up on, you know, any podcast platform or on Amazon and you can get those as well. Thank you so much, Nikki. And thank you listeners for another incredible episode of the Balanced, Beautiful and Abundant show. We are taking you from burned out to Balanced, Beautiful and Abundant. Keep sharing this show. Write those five-star reviews. Your support means so much to me, and we are spreading such a powerful message that you can go through life with balance, beauty, and abundance. It doesn't have to be hard. You can be in the flow. You can choose ease and grace today. Everybody, I can't wait to see you next week when we have another amazing guest. 
And until we meet again, keep your vibe high and magnetize. Thank you so much for listening to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant show. Do you have your goal set for 2024? Do you know that creating a vision board is something that I've been doing for decades and I know exactly how to do it so you can manifest the life of your dreams? I am hosting a free vision board challenge starting December 18th and ending on Christmas Eve. So by the time Christmas week hits, your vision board will be complete and you will have clarity and so much focus and excitement for what you are going to magnetize in the new year. I will be helping you create a vision in all seven key areas of life so you can have a full picture of your balanced, beautiful, and abundant life in 2024. And guess what? The best part, this vision board challenge is completely free. All you have to do is click this link and you will be taken to a Facebook page and part of my amazing balanced, beautiful, and abundant community where I will go live every day for just a few minutes and give you your assignment for your vision board. I cannot wait to see you in this challenge, and I'm so excited for what you're going to create in 2024. Thanks again for listening to another show, and see you in the challenge.